greatly appreciate it. We got the last hour of the Katie Canine coming up. Remember, during the Sunday, uh, summers on Sundays, I give them drive time. During the week, it's Lori and Julie in the evening and Jason Alexis in the morning. And so that's why I get drive time on Sundays because everybody's coming home from the cabin. And hopefully uh, your cabins, there was no storm damage either Friday or Saturday night at your cabin. So I'm, I'm hoping that for you. So anyway, okay. What is the most uh, uh, the most uh, common name for a goldfish? A fish or goldie? A goldfish? Oh, like like a, a like like a, a name, goldfish. like a pet name? Yeah, a pet name. Yeah, Goldie. Uh, no, I would think that is, but you know what it is? Bob Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> okay, then. I don't know who came up. With yeah, this, but I would think Goldie would be the right. More prime, yeah. yeah. The most popular name for a dog's uh, a boy dog is Max. Ah, did you know that? I yeah, did not. Yeah, yeah. ladies, uh, you haven't remember there used to be, be a lady and then the king for boy dogs. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you don't hear those. And now the last couple of months, I've had three ladies come oh. through, and I hadn't heard that name in eons. That's so. like, a, yeah, that sounds like a very like quote unquote. Old it is name? very yeah yeah very, yeah, very yeah, old. yeah. Well, Lady I, in the Tramp I think exactly is what yeah that I on. yeah I think yeah. I think of Lady in the Tramp yep yeah yep yep yep, yep. Yeah. but yeah so killer I mean Jaws Jaws <laughs> is the most common name for a goldfish uh, whoever took that survey then maybe two people took that survey I was gonna say both of them yeah. it was Jaws oh I guess <laughs> I was gonna ask how long do you think that survey took yeah. <laughs> It is what it is. All right, let's head to the phone line. Okay, we're going to go to Sarah, and Sarah has a question about an attacking corgi. Whoa! She'll explain a little bit more what that means. All righty then. Hi, Sarah. Hello. So I have a two-year-old corgi male. Okay. And the past three times we've gone to the park, he's attacked um, random dogs. Right. And um, by attack, I mean, like, he goes for the neck and, like, tries to chase after them. Mm -hmm. And luckily, he's been on the leash all three times, so he can't get, like, super far. Right. But I can't figure it out because it's just, like, the butt-sniffing stage. And, like, there's no sudden movements. They're not, like, towering dogs over him. Mm -hmm. They're just sniffing butts. And then all of a sudden, he just doesn't like them and then goes right for them and... Um, it's not really a pretty situation. And I would like to know if there's anything I can do so I can obviously go back to the dog park because I love dogs and I like to see everyone else's. Oh, isn't that fun? But guess what? Your dog doesn't like a dog park, so don't go back. You're going to go find other friends that he can have through family, friends, neighbors, whatever. It's too overwhelming for that dog. And so when you get too many going at a time, and too many is more three or more. That's too many for a lot of dogs, all right? And so that's why, like I said, no. the thing also, your dog is two years old. Usually you find dogs that cared for dog parks, you know, when they were younger. But by, mm-hmm. starting at about two, two and a half, all of a sudden they are not liking it at all. And they have attitude. And the reason is, is that they're done partying. They want to just kind of hang out and just enjoy life and see and that's just like with us as we get older we don't you know now a good night is a movie and a thing of popcorn instead of you know going bar hopping all right and so that the party's over and so and plus he's a a, a herding breed and a herding breed wants to keep everything 
tight, <laughs> right? Uh, and so yeah. that's why, like I say, you're, the best thing to do is find family, friends, coworkers, neighbors, or the dogs. You know, they have uh, you have a place to like maybe a, somebody has a, a fenced-in backyard. Where you can let them, you know, uh, get to know each other and then slowly eventually play with each other. But one dog is a dog, two dogs is a pack, and most dogs have a hard time playing with three to four more dogs, three or four more, you know, more dogs. It's just too much to keep track of. Well, is it, okay, he like plays all day at the dog park. It's Mm -hmm. just been like, is that like he's just done and that's his way of telling me he's done because he plays with like, all ranges of dogs. He follows dogs. He loves them. Right. He, but that's, he, we don't we don't use the park as his form of exercise. It's like a treat, like yeah. a once of maybe two months. Okay. But see, you already said it was you. You like going there. It's you. It's not for the dog. It's you. You like going there and talking to people <laughs> yes. and, and seeing the other dogs. All right. If yeah. your dog is playing at doggy daycare, you know, for like a couple hours or three hours a day, that's a lot of work, a lot of play. Okay. They need downtime. They need time mm-hmm. to just hang out with their, you know, their humans and just be mm-hmm. one with the humans. You know, that's because okay. it's very exhausting, you know, playing. Dogs have to be very quick on their paws to read everybody's body language to make sure yeah. everybody's getting along okay. And then you yeah. get some dogs that have got to be the referees where they see, they can feel, a, they can see a situation escalating and then they want to come in and be the referee and then they, that starts another thing and it's just too much action is what okay. it is. And plus too, you got a corgi, okay? They're got a good yeah. sense of humor with a corgi. They're short <laughs> and low, low rider and that, a lot of that jumping and twisting and turning, that's really hard on their spine. And yes. so, you know, and so what you need to do is find not so much as, he, especially as he gets older here, mm-hmm. less active active uh things and more mind games you know like the tricks the brain teasers, things like that get them to look to you for direction instead of being a perpetual motion dog yeah we do a lot of hide and seek oh good yeah but that but that gets boring too you know you want you you want to up your game you you want to keep it fun for yourself and keep it Mm -hmm. fun and interesting for the dog so it's cool like teach them nose work and then like the red solo cup game um the there's just so many neat things to teach a dog they're very, very smart corgis. You always have to keep their brains. Oh, exactly. And so that one yeah. book called Brain Teasers for Dogs by Soderman, mm-hmm. that is the best book because it uses all stuff from the kitchen so you don't yeah. have to go buy stuff. Oh, yeah. And you can just I'm a have fan a of homemade. I'm yeah. definitely a fan of homemade. There you, yeah, and so that's why it's called Dog. Yeah, dog Brain Teasers for Dogs by Soderman. Mm-hmm. Okay, but okay. that's the main yeah. thing. So what you got to do, no matter what you like or what you see, what is your kid telling you? you know, yeah, that's, that's what, what I was wondering. Yep, and so then the whole thing is that, you know, reverse and there's, and, and have more one-on-one time so you can he can make you smile and laugh and have a good time. Okay? Yeah, he has plenty of neighborhood dogs, so it's not like he'll die without the Okay, <laughs> there you go, there you go. Okay, but also right, he's got to learn to just hang out, too. doesn't have to be in perpetual motion, all right? Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See, most people go to the dog park because they want to visit, see other dogs, see other people, and such. And they forget about why they're there. It's because of their kids. You know, everybody knows uh, for 18 years here on the radio on mytalk1071.com, every Sunday, well, I was on Saturday, and then now every Sunday, uh, I do not like dog parks. End of story. They cause more problems and have more things go bad than anything good that I can see. And if you are an owner of a dog that got snarked at at the park, whereas they now they get involved stitches and such, and now your dog hates their own kind because they got snarked at, and now they're scared of their own kind. And so that's why the you know I always say this: whatever did we do before dog parks? You know what? 
we got along, we got together with family, friends, neighbors, co-workers that had dogs and had play dates. And so, you know, you don't all have to get together, you know, right now, you know, you can have your distance, you know, the dogs don't have to distance, but you can have your distance while you guys, you know, visit while the dogs play. But then also too, while the dogs play, keep tabs because some dogs tire out quicker than the other one. And so then maybe if you can see it escalating and one dog isn't having as much fun, put the dogs on a leash and just hang out. Let them calm down, breathe, settle down. And then once they've regrouped, then if you want to let them try again, go ahead. So you've got to be the referee for the, you know, for for your for your dog so that everything the dog stays healthy they don't get hurt and uh, that's the main name of the game okay where are we at there miss carly um we can start with our next caller okay why don't yeah we do that then? so we're gonna go to mikey and mikey has a question about like cbd and using it with dogs okay hey mikey how you doing say it again hi mikey hi there you are there you are what can i do for you um i think i've heard you talk before about um CBD and animals. Yep. And uh, I can't remember if you said that it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's awesome. It's really good for dogs that have high anxiety. It helps with that, you know, high anxiety. It also helps yeah. if they have some health problems, you know, like, um, uh, you know, let's say some arthritis and such like that. It's excellent for dogs, okay? So, and, you know, they can, they can use humans. You just don't have to get the CBD oil for, hu- or for dogs. If you're taking it, you can give some to the dog, okay? Well, um, I, uh, at the vape shop, they have started selling these uh, bags of, like, CBD treats. Yeah, no, they're not because they've been processed. They're not as powerful as if you just get the CBD oil. You pay quite a bit for a small bottle of CBD oil, but you give just a just you know like a drop. <laughs> but oh, with the, but the okay. CBD treats have been processed, so it doesn't help that much. If you're doing it for anxiety or for like arthritis and such like that, you just want to get the CBD oil itself. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yes, the CBD. Remember when it first came out, I had to go cat, bad dog. Yes. Yes, I do remember <laughs> that. You were like, wait, which way? Is yes, CD? I no, know, D, I C, B. Cat, no. bad dog. I had, <laughs> yeah. to, had to figure that out because I just couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Every, my brain sometimes just doesn't go forward a lot. Oh, well, some days are better than others. Okay, here's the next one. Okay, we share... How much percent of our DNA with a slug? How much uh, humans in humans? How much percent of what is the percentage rate of our DNA that uh, is with a slug? We'll be right back. Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in to KDK9 Show and spending your Sunday afternoon with me. Hey, you know what? You can pick up all the great Nutrisource products. And one thing, folks, that I want you to do is look at uh, the Nutrisource uh, jerky treats. Go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com and look up the jerky treats. Their jerky treat is unlike any other that's out there. And it's all natural. It's got organic. It's all meat. It's got organic apple cider vinegar in there. And if you turn over your dog's treats and you read and there's like you know paragraphs that's not the treat that you want you want to treat the less ingredients the better and also Nutrisource has uh what we call freeze-dried treats which is what it is is meat freeze-dried and you can give it to the cats too and you remember we're always laughing about the freeze-dried minnows that my dogs and my cats love the freeze-dried minnows and they got chicken hearts and such like that but those are the best treats so if you are buying a treats that smell like 
bacon or like cheese. Ten to one, you have got with a lot of crap that's in that show. So you, what you want to do is go to NutriSourcePetFoods.com. Check out their jerky, jerky treats. They've got four or five to choose from. Uh, the dogs love them, and they're good for the dogs. A lot of the jerky treats out there that I found, they don't soften up. It's like eating shards. I soaked some in water once, and they didn't even soften up. So how is it going to soften up in the dog's gut? But with the Nutrisource jerky treats, they're awesome. All right, you can pick up some at Angel's Pet World in Hudson, Fido's Pantry, Pet Evolution, Atlas Pet Supply, Fleagle's Farm and Garden, Spike's Feed, uh, UFC Farm Supply, uh, Four Perfect Pets, uh, Pet Supplies Plus, in many locations. So, all right. Oh, we got to give you the... The answer here, okay, what percentage of our DNA is shared with a slug? Um, uh, 35%. Nope. You ready for this? This is a slug. We're talking a slug. 65? 75? Almost 70%. Oh, my goodness. Of our DNA, we share with a slug. That's a little disgusting. Okay, now you ready for this? The longest recorded lifespan of a slug was... One year and six months. One year, year and, and six, six months. Wow, that seems yeah. relatively long for a slug. Well, it, well, I'm thinking. Well, if they say it, they have seventy percent, we share seventy percent of the DNA. How can I don't know? I, I was expecting them to live for years and years and years. Well, maybe it's just like kind of like what our what our skin is made up of. Maybe that's kind of what I don't know. I don't know. It's it's crazy. Oh, well. weird. Okay. Let's head to the phone lines. Okay, sounds good. We're gonna go to. Tracy, and Tracy has a question about a wiener dog that is whining. That is whining. Yes. All right. Hi, Tracy. Hi. Hi, Katie. Hi, hi. Question. My dog is on my little wiener dog. Well, she's not little anymore. She's 14. She's probably like 13, 12 and a half pounds. Anyway, I have the hip and joint, the hemp and joint. Um, I don't know. I guess they're like what they still at Chuck and Don. Okay. And um, I really feel and think I can do better for her. All right. And please help me out with that. Okay. I've got my Ethel, who is 15, my little three-pound toy poodle. I got her on some stuff that is really good. You go to springtimeinc.com. Springtimeinc. That's inc.com. And they have an advanced hip and joint formula. And you can get it in powder or you can get it in tablets. I do powder because Ethel has no teeth. <laughs> so You know what I do? I give it to my, well, she's my Roxy girl. Mm-hmm. So I give it to her as a treat, but I break it up in half or even quarters. Okay, okay. Because the biggest thing when you're looking for any kind of things for uh, hip or joints or arthritis is you need MSM, Mom, Sam, Mom, and you need chondroitins. Though, you know, a lot of people are into glucosamine, and that's okay, but MSM and chondroitins are better for if their dog is having, you know, uh, movement problems, you know, as far as the hip, the joints, and such like that. All right? Yeah. And so, yeah, so that, uh, but like a springtime ink, they've got that advanced hip and joint, and I really like that one. It really helps Ethel a lot. Because Ethel, because she's uh, kind of a mutant, she doesn't have really any hip socks. <laughs> so she walks okay. She walks really weird. And so that, I found, really kind of helped her overall. It really helped out. Also, fish oil. Fish oil can uh, help out, like, if you, the, if you, especially if you use a smaller yeah. fi- sardines. 
Okay, excellent. Look at you. Excellent. Excellent. So that's really good. And then, um, yeah, but the MSM, Mom Sam Mom, and then the Chondroitins, and that's why the Springtime Ink has one of the more powerful ones I really like. Okay? Okay. Can you you stop showing the (laughs) Chondroitins? Say that again. I'm sorry. What? What did you say? Can you show me the Chondroitins? Chondroitins. Chondroitins and MSM. Those are the two things that you're really interested in when you're reading. No, the I understand li- that. I understand that. I have that written down. But oh, okay. All right, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I think we're saying something else about some other situation, but some okay. of what? I'm good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Take care. Otherwise, email me up at Katie's. I'm watching, I'm watching an eagle in the sky right now, and I just. I just oh, nice. Reacting. I know, really. That is right? awesome. Yeah, I know that is so. That's over. It's almost just overpower, powerful. You know, when you see an eagle, it's really cool. So if you if you can you can email me by going to mytalk 1071com if you have any more questions. Okay, kiddo. Thank go to you. my thank you. Go to my Kate. Yeah, go to my Katie K nine page. You remember get the podcast, the old shows, and such like that. Okay, okay. But yeah, see if you if the dog is whining, I'm I'm thinking I don't know. I had a hard time hearing her. And so, um, you know, if he's whining, it, it could be like discomfort that he's, in, you know, and that's where the, you know, the springtime ink advanced hip and joint would probably uh, work. I like that, just their formula a lot better. And then, um, but if he also whining, uh, you know, especially a doxy, uh, any low rider, short legged, long backed dog over time, you know, from jumping on and off the couch and on and off the bed and in and out of cars, that their backs get sore. They can have pinchy nerves back there. And so they're just, comfort that way so i strongly recommend all dogs once they hit about seven eight years old start going to a chiropractor at least once or twice a year because the thing is is all the years of twisting and jumping and and getting you know uh, frisbees and balls and stuff like that uh they 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 need to be readjusted and then also too with the low short short legged low riders as they get older they really need to teach them to use a ramp or stairs to go up and down on beds or the couches and stuff like that because sometimes even picking them up that can throw them them off and so that's why by either and a lot of people uh, there's stairs i'm sure if you go to pinterest or whatever type say you can find ways to make uh, ramps to go up and down on furniture or up and down the front steps and such like that or steps so really help the low riders but uh, don't wait until your low riders get old <laughs> teach them when they're young to use instead so you you preserve their joints and everything you know longer from instead of all that you know jumping on and off jumping on and off all right all right where are we at there ma'am we can start with our next caller okay hey if you got a question give a holler 651-641-1071 who's that we're talking to alex and alex has a question about anxiety all in right. a dog hi alex how you doing i'm well thanks Good. Um, what kind so of dog do you have i have a four-year-old male pug okay what's going on well prior to um covid i'm a teacher okay. and um would work 50-hour-plus weeks, and so the big joke in the household was he was definitely my husband's boy. Okay. Um, but um, COVID hit, and my husband's an essential worker, so he continues to leave the house. All right. And I began to teach online, and the little lad would lay on my lap for the four hours that I taught, and okay. it felt like it was his job, too. Okay. Um, but he's gotten neurotically attached to me now. Uh-huh. 
And so I've been trying to, you know, leave the house for a couple of hours without him. And when I leave, he'll throw himself against the door, his entire body weight and screech. All right, then. We have a little bit of separation anxiety going there. <laughs> yeah, and I'm really nervous about, you know, returning to school in five weeks and wondering if there's any things that I can do to get him used to the idea that I'm not going to be around 24-7. Now, have you ever kennel trained him? Unfortunately, no. Okay. What about using baby gates? Can you baby gate him into an area? Well, we only have an 800-square-foot condo, so that's kind of part of the issue, too, is that we're literally on top of one Okay, okay, okay. But, but, but we could. I mean, um, because we have separate rooms, so yeah. baby gate him so that I'm in the house, but he's separate from me? Exactly. Because what you want to start doing is having, you start out with baby steps here. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's say uh, he gets to be in the office with you while you drink your coffee, and then now it's his time you put him in another room. Put a radio and or a TV on or something. Give him something, you know, in that. And if he starts to scream, say you have your quiet word. Uh-uh, quiet. Uh, if this is the only dog you have, Correct? Yes, and he is good with verbal training. I mean, he understands. Okay, so like if he starts screaming, make sure you have your quiet word. Ah, quiet. Okay, ah, 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 quiet or enough, whatever word you want to use. And you can use a penny can, you know, a pop can rinsed out, put five pennies in it, tape the top of it with bright colored tape so you know it's a shake can. And so then you shake it. Ah, quiet. And so then what's going to happen is because what you want to do is, well, why don't we talk about this when you come back? Because other people are going are gonna to be in the same boat you are, okay? okay. So hold okay. on and we'll come back, okay? Uh, how much of our DNA do we sell, uh, share with the chimp? How much of our DNA do we share with a chimp? We'll be back. There we go. Yay. All right. Okay. We ready for that? Okay. We found out today that we share 70% of our DNA with a slug. Okay, how much of our DNA do we share with a chimp? Um, I would like to say close to like 85%. It's 98.4%. Okay, I knew it was probably higher. 98.4% of our DNA we share with a chimp. Isn't that something? Slugs and chimps, what's next? <laughs> I don't know. Pretty soon they're going to say we're related to birds somehow, you know. So we're all related, we're growing right? feathers. Yes, we're all related. That's just the way yes, the life is. Yes, we are. Yep. Right. Okay, let's head to the phone. We got to talk to Alex. Okay. Are you there, Alex? Yes, I am. Okay, so now this is a problem that uh, unfortunately is going to be really coming up with many, many people because they've been going taking the dog on so many walks and having the dog hang around with them and such like that. So the biggest thing that you want to start doing, and this is heads up with everybody, if you you know start now, even if you're not going to maybe be going to work till Christmas, is that you got to baby step this where you're in your office, all right, and you okay. you baby gate him off so he gets used to you're in one room, he's in another room, all right. If he starts to scream, shake the can or ah, 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 whatever your quiet word is. Remember, just don't say no. Teach the dog words or what they mean. Okay, so then what we're after, once you say quiet, okay, then like maybe a, a, a count to 10. And as long as the dog is quiet, okay, go open the gate and let him come in. But what we're after here is that he can stay behind that gate for longer and longer periods of time. You're going to do it periodically throughout the day. All right. Okay. So that you're in. And then sometimes go out in the hallway. Just actually leave. Don't always go to your office. Sometimes, let's say you're just going for uh, going to get another cup of coffee. 
And he's with there. Just lock him into that room and go get your coffee. And, you know, and then diddle around and then come back and watch him go. Let him go. You know, so just keep setting up a scenario of you kind of just hither, there and thither and then, you know, type thing. And then make sure he has his own like bed or kennel or whatever type thing in that room so that he has his place. Uh, you know, something that he can cuddle up on and curl up on or whatever type thing. So you got a minute, try it for a minute. Then maybe try it for five minutes. You know I mean? Don't baby step this and do it several times a day when you have time each day. That includes weekends. All okay. right. You're always doing that. So, and the thing is, is that the only word when you put him in that room, the only thing he's going to hear from you is, you know, if he's barking. The quiet word. Don't be talking to him and say, this is for your best. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't no, be doing that. No, you taught me that with my first pug. And it worked. <laughs> Don't, uh, yeah, try and, um, yes. There we go. Okay. So that's the thing is just keep setting up the scenario. And then like sometimes go outside, you know, walk around the building and then come back. You know, does that, that, that every time you put them in the room, you just don't go to your office. You know, other things happen. All right. And so okay. the more you do this, the easier, then the longer the time. And your goal here is that literally you could go to work in your office, you know, at let's say he goes in there at eight in that office. And then let's say at noon you're having lunch. Sometimes he, he can stay in there through lunch or you take him out to go potty and then bring him back. And then he goes into his room, but you go have lunch. Set up different scenarios so he's not quite sure what's how this is all going to pan out. And then, like I say, always leave a radio and or a TV on. And uh, but don't be saying, "Oh, you're being good, yay!" You don't be doing that because you can't do that when you're not there, right? Right. So okay. he just, he's got to get used to that. He doesn't have to be touching you or be by you. That he can be by himself. Okay, it's peculiar because for Pug, he's always had this hurting mentality with when my husband and I are both home, mm-hmm. where he wants the three of us all in the same room. Okay, and he goes back and forth. It's like I said, it's unusual Pug behavior. So I think he's just. No, well, that, yeah, if he goes back and forth between you, what I would do is I hook a leash onto him so he can't mm-hmm. go back and forth. And maybe okay. put him in the middle, t- anchor him to a table in the middle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where yeah. you're on one end, one end and he's on the other. And so that, so he n- learns to have his own space and he doesn't need to be in your space space all the time or your husband's space that he can observe from afar he doesn't have to always be there because that's really okay that's really getting anxiety too if he's going back and forth between the two that he's really he's torn it's like okay i'll go with you for a little bit and then i'll go over here for a little bit and then you know Mm -hmm. and also there again the cbd oil uh you might want to try that that you know sometimes that anxiety helps him i don't know if you heard uh, me say earlier uh uh springtimeinc.com they have a it's called calm let's see no stress-free complex is what it's called and i've been using that with gilligan now with because he's the, the, the thunderstorms and that really seems to help his uh his stress level um so you might want to try that you know also because just to help him along and 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 have things go smoother and easier for him Okay. Good. Thanks for the preparation. Can you tell me that website one more time? It's called Springtime, Springtime Inc. dot com. and it's called Stress Free Calm Complex. It's, I don't know why that's hard to say. Complex, but anyway. <laughs> so, but I've had really good luck, and so my girlfriends have really good luck with the, you know with that because there's a lot out there in the market, and so I've tried a couple different ones because of Gilligan and his uh, firework problem and uh, thunderstorm problem, and like I said, this seemed to work about the best. I, I was very pleased with it. So, well, thanks to you and Nutrisaurus, I've had two of the fittest pugs ever. People yes, they say. <sighs> 
underweight and they have healthy coats and people ask all the time what I feed them. And then, <sighs> so I'm not being paid to say this. It's Thank you. Brand. Because I think, like I said, I think in my whole life of dog training, I've seen five pugs that were actually like, you are awesome pet owner. <laughs> because okay. almost every pug is so, it's almost like a sausage. So I, I tip my hat to you. Uh, my neighbor said, my pug looks like he ate your pug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have a good evening. Thank you. Have a great one. Thanks for the call. That's funny. My pug ate your pug. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, you know, unfortunately, so many people are killing their dogs with kindness. I mean, as far as, their, you know, if the dog is overweight, then they're not going to live as long. They're going to have pro- heart problems. They're going to have diabetic problems. You, you know, there's just right. problems. End of story. I, yeah. And, and that's why all it takes is to cut back on the vittles. Yeah. It, it, it saves you money. Yeah. And then a big thing is because you're not feeding so much food. And the bigger thing is there's not so much poop in the yard. Right. <laughs> because it's not, you know, they can't utilize it all. So it winds up out on your yard. Just yeah. use smaller bowls and all will be right with the world. I just, I don't get it. I really don't. I also think that you, like you, you've said this multiple times, but the whole like, you know, people are, like you said, killing their dogs with, or their kindness. animals with kindness. Yes. But, you know, you say, okay, so if he needs a treat or they need a treat, you know, do the veggies. Yeah. And I just... I love that you say that because I was telling my mom actually the other day because, you know, we've talked about how she's in the mix of getting a dog. And I'm like, whatever you do, you are not feeding that dog any treat. (laughs) The treat is a vegetable. She's like, like a carrot. And I go, yeah. Yes. I go, anything. Vegetable. I go. And she goes, really? I go, yeah. And start it from the get go. That way your dog is not like, what the H is is this? Yep. Yep. Like. No, that's very true. And, and just like with cats, uh, now Adeline obviously was born at our place. Right. Okay, and from the get-go, I gave her everything. She got a little bit of dry. She got grain fruit yeah. cans. She got raw. She got freeze-dried. Just from the get-go. And the more that you give them at the beginning when they're kittens, you have a cat that will eat anything that it's not nailed down. This cat will <laughs> eat anything. She don't care about texture. She doesn't care what's in that bowl. She's not a finicky cat, you know, a finicky right. eater yeah. at all. Because I've made it that... that I'm just, not gonna yeah. have a finicky cat. Right. You will eat whatever's in the bowl and exactly. the story. Yeah. <laughs> and so and she hasn't turned her nose up on anything. Well, and that's good. But that's the thing, is that too many people and cats do take change hard. Yeah. But when they're a kitten, if they get used to the different smells and the different textures and such like that, they it just goes with them the rest of their life. So that's why if you have a kitten, you know, like I say, you've got some raw hamburger, give some to the cat. Raw chicken, give some to the cat. If you got cooked hamburger or cooked chicken, fine. But cats really like the raw better. And so, why is that? Uh, well, because you know, cats were put in the world to eat birds, mice, right? And, sorry, and fresh. Oh, not, you okay. Know what I mean? not yeah, fresh. Okay, not, yeah. They don't come across a mouse that's been dead for a couple of days. Oh, lunch. Right. You know, like okay. a dog would. Yeah, they like catch it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so that's okay. why the rawness is... Is, is like yeah. them catching it. Right. Okay, and see, that like makes my, sense. Yeah, and see like my cat, uh, cat with a yeah. K. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting on the uh, front deck... <laughs> Talking to a friend, and here comes Cat. And, she, and I always know when he's got something. And it's, wow, wow, wow. You know, he's announcing, I'm bringing you something, Mom. Right. Jumps up on the deck, and sure has been as a very, very big mouse. <laughs> we grow very big up here. I was going to say, okay, it's then. those farm mice. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and I'm just laughing, and my girlfriend's laughing. And anyway, so I said, and I know sort of like I looked at him. Yeah. And then I turned away, and then I looked down, and it was gone. 
I mean, it was. I mean, he must have took three bites and he was gone. I mean, so, so everything. There was yeah. nothing left. So not he even, eats it. It's he, not, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. 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 But I mean, how fast he yeah. ate it, where there was nothing. I mean, nothing. Not even a, a tail. Nothing. <laughs> it's like where. You like, put that. This was spaghetti. He just went. Well, you know, he was like I said, but it's oh, I he just liquefied I it. No <laughs> but yeah, no, he's a very good mouser. Um, now Sally, on the other hand, kind of rides on his shirt tails. Yeah, he'll come flying through the driveway and then he'll drop it, and mm-hmm. then uh, Sally will swoop in and say, "Mine." <laughs> okay. Now, uh, Mama Squigs. I was going to ask about her. Yeah, Mama Squigs. Now she's a pretty good mouser. Okay. He likes birds more than mice. There's a lot of sparrows down in the barn. Does she catch? Yes, yeah, so she gets some sparrows. Sparrows, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Now, Adeline, I have not seen her with anything. She's, you know, when the birds fly, she's, you know, like been interested yeah. in them. I, I have not seen any presence. <laughs> like, she has not no, yet no, we grabbed yet. anything. No, no, and so I'm just waiting for her that when Cat with a K brings up a mouse. I'm hoping that she will be around, that she'll see that. To and try and, like, see, sniff it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, but... Yeah, she's, she's, That's kind of funny. Yeah. That, oh, and then Adeline, this week, guess what? She discovered trees. Oh. That you can go up there. Oh. Well, no. I'm, and, and we had cat, Walter, then couldn't see very well. Yeah, he yeah, get yeah. up at a tree. He could not get down. <laughs> could not. We had to rig up things to get up, yeah. park the truck under the yeah. tree, put a ladder from the back of the truck up to the tree to get him down. And yeah. like, oh, so the other day when I saw her, I could hear her, but I couldn't. Like, well, where are you? And I'm looking at him, looking, and here she's one in the in one of the ash trees around the corner. I'm like, no, please. <laughs> no, not you. Well, by Jiminy, I, you know, I'm, come on, Adeline, let's go. And so then eventually she, you know, uh, I just said, okay, I'm just going to hopefully don't go up, come down. And then eventually by Jiminy Christmas, she came down. So that was, I was happy about that. So anyway, but yeah, so Adeline's, now today she went up in another tree that was even higher. And I'm like, no, 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 please come on down. Okay. uh, What is a, a whale's heartbeat? Beats how many beats per minute? A whale's heartbeat beats how many beats per minute? We'll be back. All right, we're winding her down. All right, another week. This two hours just flies by. It's just, it's all, it's the shortest two hours of, (laughs) that makes no sense, but the shortest, fastest two hours of my whole week. Oh, I agree. It's just crazy. It's as bad as being on Facebook. No, I just, (laughs) all of a sudden, two hours are just wasted. There you're like, okay. (laughs) I know it. Okay. Uh, Okay, a whale's heartbeat. How many times per minute does it beat? Okay, now, let me show you this. It's uh, And thanks to Carly, she looked this up for me. Uh, A human's heartbeat is 60 to 100 per minute. Yes, on average. On the average. Okay, a small dog is 120 to 160. A medium dog is 60 to, to 120 per minute. And a large dog, obviously, the larger, the slower the beat. Okay? Right. And so, anyway, so why, what do you think a whale's heartbeat per minute is? Well, it's got to be slow, too, right? Because mm-hmm. it's big. So, I, I don't know. Like, 30 beats per minute. Let's try nine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, a whale's heartbeat beats only nine times per minute. Can you believe that? That's nine crazy. Times. That would be, uh, yeah. Uh, 
And that's I couldn't believe it when I saw that. We'd be dead. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, just slightly, just slightly. Yeah, not no, not by a lot. But, but no, uh, yeah, I can't believe that. Only nine times per minute. Now, does this say which whale? Is this like a blue whale, the humpback whale, or is it all whale? whale? Yeah, I don't know if it's all whales. I would gather that it's like the blue whale or the bigger whales is what I'm guessing. Yeah, like so the big it whales. Say, yeah, it didn't say yeah. what. what what whale? Boy, say what whale? What whale? What, what whale? whale? Say what whale? Three tries real fast. What whale? What whale? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I like it though. At least we can't say a naughty word. I don't think exactly. <laughs> okay, we have got a caller. The last caller of the day. Yes, we're gonna go to Tom, and Tom has a question about having a dog's teeth pulled. All right. Hi, Tom. How you doing? Scared. Uh oh. That's not good. What kind of puppy do you have? A uh, rat terrier. Rat oh. pug, I'm sorry. A rat pug. Okay, how old? 13 years old. 13, okay. And? And uh, we took her to the vet, and the vet seems to think that she has uh, dental problems. She's got like 15 teeth that need to be pulled. Right. So my question is, is how will she respond to all the anesthesia? During that process. Well, see, that's that's a million-dollar question. When the dog gets older, we don't know. But some vets, what they do is they'll take a blood profile before they do surgery to check on the kidney and liver function to make sure that that's okay so it can get rid of the anesthesia. All right? So that when okay. you got a small dog, you might want to do that first. Because then there are some that it comes back in cat and dogs where the their stats are not good enough to be put under. And so we can't we can't do anything. Uh, now th- that age is, and I'm learning this too. I've never had small dogs before. Now my Ethel, who is 13 pounds, uh, she won't. <laughs> I don't know if you can counter if you could what. Isn't she three pounds? What did I say? You said 13. Oh, no, I did. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Scratch that last yeah. comment. <laughs> Ethel is three okay. pounds, okay, but she had 13 teeth left in her mouth. That's what I meant to say. And then wow. she had to have them all pull, pulled out because they literally were rotting away. And so they didn't literally pull them. They literally touched them and they kind of fell out <laughs> okay. and so uh you know you've got to weigh the pros and cons because sometimes if the dental is really bad then that infection affects their heart and it affects the jaw you know the jaw bone they can get infections into the bone of the jaw and so that's why and, and i tell people if you're really worried have a second opinion you know pay for another you know go to another clinic and see what their their thought is of it because a lot of times they don't know until they get in there that that okay maybe we we thought we had to take, you know, 15, but we only needed to take 10. But see, the vet's way of looking at this, they consider the age of the dog, how bad it is, and what's the likely, because, you know, obviously if they get older, you don't want to put them, so they might take teeth that are kind of on the, well, you know, maybe if they're a little younger, we'd leave it in and see how it goes. So sometimes what happens is that when they're this age, you know, just because the likelihood of maybe being put under again for any more tooth, they just, anything that doesn't look, in pristine, they just take, all right? And what amazes me is how fast they bounce back after having that many teeth pulled. Because, like I said, I couldn't believe it when Ethel came home. And now, mind you, she has no teeth, you know. 
And I was just amazed in like two days. She was like, okay, I need food now. <laughs> you know, and grant you, it was, it's all mush. You know, I give her, you know, I feed her raw. And so, uh, you know, it's mush. But she, she licks, you know, licks it up. She gets, she eats what I call with her face because her other, her under jaw kind of receded because of some of the infection in the bone matter. And so that's why, like I said, it, it's, it's crazy. But it, that's why, but I'll tell people, you know, if you're really worried to ha- get a nut take, find another vet. Get their opinion and make sure, just like with humans, you know, like, you know, you're, they, they tell you you got something. You know, sometimes it's good to get a second opinion. But if you trust your vet, you really like your vet, then just go according to their saying. But she might, you know, like I say, if she's okay for surgery, it might come out that all of a sudden they took out 20 teeth or 25 teeth. You know, don't be surprised because, like I said, unless they're pristine, they're not going to take a chance. Being that they got her under now, we're just going to take what we deem the bad ones and the ones we deem questionable. All right. Okay. And so, like I said, yeah. Now, is she? Go ahead. Our first appointment that's coming up is going to be a cleaning process, and they'll determine what stays and what goes. Okay. Yeah, because they're going to be putting her under that, right? Yeah, because they yeah. should be doing that all at the same time. They don't. You don't come back again. It's like they're gonna, t- you know, put her under, take care of the teeth, and then she's done. Right? Yep. Yeah. That's what we want. Yep. Sure. And that's that's what you want. You don't want to go for one and then no, 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 because you it's one and done. As far as you know, the less the older the animals get, the less we want to put them under. Right? Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, her breath is pretty bad. Oh, okay, yeah. So that, but make sure that now you start put her on a raw diet, you know, and and you know oh, get rid get get rid of the junk. So she okay. is. Uh, she's been on that forever. Oh, good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Glad yeah. to hear that. Well, good luck with yeah. that because, like I said, it's scary. Hey, but I was a mess, just a mess because you know Ethel is only three pounds. I'm like, have they ever done that with such a little dog before? Yeah. And, and so yeah, I was. Oh, you know, I had hundred pound dogs and never worried. But this doggone little thing has got me over the edge at times. I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, hold on a minute. I got one more quick question. Okay. If you got time. Okay. So every once in a while she starts gagging. Okay. For no apparent reason. Sometimes it happens right after she gets a drink of water. And this one's going on for quite a few years, but it seems to be getting worse and worse with age. Okay. Is there is there restrictions that come with throat? No. Um, as far as, uh, uh, are you talking about um, uh, surgery? No, no. When she's just everyday life, she still oh. starts to gag occasionally. Okay. No, sometimes they, you know, they can drink. Uh, do they drink too fast? That can, you know, you, you, how we do that, and all of a sudden we're coughing like crazy because we yep. went down the wrong tube type thing, and that's what sometimes they can do. It can just go down the wrong tube, and so that's yeah. why. Uh, but otherwise, if it's it's a, like a, ah, is it like a you know ah, ah, like a clearing the throat yep. thing? Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. 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 It, who knows? Because Mike Gilligan, he's. What is Gilligan now? Twelve, and he's at Yorkie Karen Terrier. He'll do that every once in a while, and then that it was fine. So uh, I, you know, every dog is different. As we get older, we have little glitches. <laughs> yeah, we do. Okay, we well, do. I wish you luck, and it all will go well. Just send out the prayers, and it'll all work good. Okay. Thank you very much. You Thank betcha. Bye bye. Yeah, I'll tell you, putting you know, especially when they get older, putting them under, you, you get your heart just skips a beat. I'll tell you, it was crazy when I when um. Uh, you know, I got Ethel and Lucy at the same time. And when I brought Lucy in because, uh, uh, her teeth, you know, needed help. And then they called and they told me here she had a tumor 
in the very back of her throat. Oh. And that uh, they said, Kate, it's not good. Where oh. it's setting, and it's, is this going to go like wildfire? And so I had to make the decision to put her down. Yeah. But anyway, so that's what I mean. These these little dogs, you got to remember their genetic mess kind of because they've been bred down. Right. Remember, all dogs are descendants of the Asian wolf. All right. right. Okay. That's what started every dog that's out there. Every dog. And so to get these little things like I've got, like, you know, Ethel, and to get this smaller and smaller. Right. They're kind of genetic defects so that their bone structure isn't as good. So, and I didn't realize that the smaller dogs have a lot of teeth problems, no matter what you do. Just like some people that are really good care of their teeth. I mean, they're flossing. Right. They're doing everything. Yeah. And they, they, they make their six-month checkup. Right. And they do all that. And they still have a lot of teeth problems. Yeah. Like, but what am I doing? wrong right well a lot of it is just plain dna dna that you yeah. cannot change exactly and grant you if you don't give them like things uh, you know like a raw bone to chew on or something like that that's not going to help matters right <laughs> And so if you could try to be mindful, you know, of it. In fact, I've got to get uh, Gilligan in and, you know, have his teeth looked at. Because I know there's a couple wackadoodles there cause he doesn't want, <laughs> because he doesn't want to chew on a bone now. So something's something, something's in there. Yeah, and so, yeah. so now I, and so I've got to make an appointment and get him scored away. And he's, like I say, 12 now. I still can't believe that when I was cleaning my office. I thought in my my, my mind, I thought he was only eight years old. And wow. when I looked at the paperwork, yeah. I, I had to get out my Adam machine and go, <laughs> okay, type that, you know, a uh, year in and type yeah. it. And then yeah. minus is like, yeah. no way, way. He's 12. I was four years short. <laughs> oh, well, he's been such a load to have. So anyway, so hopefully if you guys got any questions, you can give a holler. Go, go to mytalk1071.com. Uh, go to my Katie K9 show page. While you're there, you can catch my podcast of all my past shows. So, if you, and remember, anytime you see an, you send an email through the My Talk, it goes straight to my house. Right. It doesn't come to the station. That's why I don't answer them online here because it goes to my house because I'm not smart enough to get my emails here to work <laughs> from out there. So anyway, so anyway, but yeah, so it is. So you got any questions, don't hesitate to, to send, a, send it out. You guys have a great week. Uh, stay safe and don't hide your dogs. Train them. Thanks again, Carly. Awesome job. Did you know that 61% of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.